0: Welcome to the Circle Sessions featuring the Circle of Experts. The Circle of Experts are Yasmin Robles from Robles Designs, Tanisha English-Amamu of TJE Communications, and Don the Idea Guy. I'm Brett Johnson from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Each week, one of the Circle of Experts joins me to talk about critical aspects of growing your podcast. We're focused on marketing, social media, monetization, and website design, and the implementation of all of these. This week, Tanisha's here from the Circle of Experts. Tanisha is on a mission to help small businesses help the playing help level the playing field through digital marketing solutions. Welcome back, Tanisha. Hello, hello. Happy to be back. How's yeah, it going? I'm doing okay. I like the topic we're going to talk about today, using social media to find your podcast audience. That is probably one of the biggest concerns talking to podcasters is, okay, mm-hmm. I'm creating great content. I'm throwing it out there, but how All do right. people find me? And right. the social media, what we're going to talk about, the uh, social media and, and all the aspects of social media can be a really great tool, but just going about it, is, it can be difficult. Exactly. Figuring out how exactly. to do it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think? Okay, I guess each social media has its pros and cons in regards to how, how to find right. people. That sort mm-hmm. of thing. And you know what? I want to ask you, kind of off, not off topic, but off of what we're going to talk about. What have you found mm-hmm. to be the a, a, a social media platform that's been the easiest for p- people to find you in, in your experience? What's been working for you? Oh,
1: man. So for me, it's been Instagram. Has it been? Okay. That That's where most people find me. And I would say second to that would be LinkedIn. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm hearing a lot about with that with with Instagram as well, and I don't know whether mm-hmm. it's a change in algorithm that's kind of more user friendly, more finder friendly mm-hmm. stuff. I mm-hmm. suppose again, you're always uh, relying on those that run the platform <laughs> to make it easier exactly. or hard. So you right. you always you always hear those they windows. They make
1: up- a lot of changes all the time, yeah. which is why I always tell clients too, like you know. It's okay to be aware of the algorithms, but I don't believe in chasing them because they change direction so much that you will just go crazy (laughs) trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, really the companies, they don't even have it figured out. So like we definitely won't (laughs) because they don't either.
0: Right. I've heard Google changing their algorithms thousands of times. And I know it's probably tweaks. Here or there. Mm-hmm. But over mm-hmm. a year's time, like you said, it you can't, you can't chase that. You just can't, you just yeah. have to do best practices and do the best that you can as a piece of, of the exactly. marketing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and
1: I'm sure even now, I know this is like kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. even with like all the AI stuff, mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, thinking of a huge platform like Google, you know, these, these AI machines are going to know how to speak to, what would show up on that first page of google but i remember when i first started working in digital marketing a lot of people would do something called keyword stuffing Where like you'd have a page and like if you're selling insurance, you just mentioned car insurance on this page as many times as possible. And then as time went on, Google was like, actually, no, like that will not help you. Um, So we'll probably see that happen too for a while. Like these machines are going to be able to get that number one spot. And then as we've seen with all of these platforms, you know, eventually we get back to like the human to human interaction that is truly why we're on social media in the first place
0: right yeah it's such Mm -hmm. a short win short term win but people Mm -hmm. really do want that i guess they they salivate over that they just want they just want to bump they want to bump in the rate you know we want to get on the first page for search we want uh, a hundred more listeners or whatever it might be but boy Mm -hmm. is it really the you got to keep feeding that bump machine you know in regards to guessing what the next thing is almost playing the stock market the wrong way (laughs) kind of feel to it you know yeah Mm -hmm. you have listed here first of working with hashtags so um -hmm. maybe first of all kind of explain what hashtags really i mean i think we all know what a hashtag is but what what is its purpose and then and then kind of figure out you know deep dive how to use hashtags
1: yeah. So at this point, every social media platform utilizes hashtags in some way, shape, or form. So hashtags, um, think of it as like your like uh, file cabinet. <laughs> it's a way to organize different conversations. So the pros of hashtags is that If you go into a conversation about podcasts, you will hopefully see only conversations that have to deal with podcasts. The downside of hashtags is that some people kind of do keyword stuffing. And if they see that a hashtag is trending, then they will insert you know, whatever they want to talk about into that conversation, utilizing a hashtag that has nothing to do with the topic, which happens a lot that I see more on Twitter, because those conversations move so quickly, people tend to do that. Um, But what I've seen over time is that, yes, you know, people may see your message, but people tend to be really turned off by that. Um, if they see, you know, you having a conversation, just, you know, obviously you're only using that hashtag because it's trending. Um, so hashtags are just a way for not only for you to go out and search for content that will help you find your listeners, but also help them find you as well.
0: Gotcha. So you could, you, you could lose your street cred by really abusing (laughs) hashtags.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it used to be on Instagram where, you know, they allowed you to use up to like 30 hashtags. So you would see people like make a post and then there's like literally like a whole paragraph of hashtags because Mm -hmm. that was the algorithm at the time. They wanted you to use hashtags. And then slowly over time, it turned into, you know, people that were using 30, people were like, eh, not really paying attention to that kind of content. Um, And now they're kind of getting back to more, I think the sweet spot, people argue that it's three to five or five to seven. Um, But I would say just don't overdo it. And I actually found uh, this post from a fellow marketer. Um, Their Instagram is simply media advertising. And she put out this cheat sheet for hashtags, um, that I thought was really great. And I've like shared it a few times. So the first type of hashtag she recommends is a branded hashtag. So if your podcast is, you know, um, circle sessions, then circle sessions would be the hashtag. Yeah. That's your first one. Secondly would be the industry. So if we're talking about Business for podcasts or podcast marketing. Um, I know you have a client. I'm actually, I actually am subscribed to their podcast. Um, the people that have the pet shop. It's mm-hmm. in fangs here. And f-
0: fangs and fur. Yeah. Yes, fangs and fur. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, so a good hashtag for them may be like pets, or mm-hmm. if they're sp- specifically talking about a type of. Um, a type of dog or cat or whatever, you know, they could use that specific hashtag Mm -hmm. and then your target audience. So for us, we are targeting, um, business owners who may have podcasts. So then that is our target audience. So maybe it's business podcasts or for those true crime lovers like me, maybe it's, you know, true crime lover or crime junkie or whatever it may be. Um, from there, you want to get content specific. So today, if we're talking about um, you know using social media to find your podcasts, maybe one of our hashtags would be um, social media for podcasters or um, Podcast, social media, or something along those lines, and then lastly, location. Um, she recommends using, you know, if we use the hashtag Columbus, Ohio, because that's where we're we're recording, or wherever you may be. Utilizing those different hashtags is kind of her like cheat sheet. If you're not sure what to do, that could be a great place to start.
0: Yeah, that already gets you up to five hashtags. Exactly. For right. The, for the you know at least, and then maybe dive into one or two more specific uh, that, that you know is. Yeah. is, is, is- Uh, pretty key to what you're doing but no that's Mm -hmm. that's a great start i like that at least utilizing those five to help you kind of go where do i go with the hashtags i don't know i'm just picking them out of thin air um kind of feel to it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. next you mentioned cross promotion with other similar podcasts um are you are you are you this is kind of in this um in the mindset of like an instagram takeover kind of feel to it or is that something a little bit different you're thinking of
1: yeah, so it can be a mix of both. So, for example, I'm a huge fan of Tenderfoot TV. Um, adore, love Payne Lindsay and everything that he's done. Um, I first started listening to him with Up and Vanished. And then um, now, you know, he his latest podcast is something called High Strange, which is all about, like, aliens, basically, which is not something I'm super into. But because it was Payne Lindsay, I'm like, you know what, I'll check it out. Um, so I noticed when I was leaving a review of the podcast, because I definitely try to do that and encourage you all to encourage your listeners to leave reviews, because it definitely helps, um, is that there were a ton of reviews that said, awesome podcast, Terry sent me. And there was like, a bunch of them. And I'm like, who the heck is Terry? Like, so I kind of just let it go, moved on. And then um, I was kind of looking for something new um, yesterday, actually. I'm like, okay, I need a new podcast. So I'm actually subscribed to Tenderfoot TV and Apple Podcasts, which we'll talk about on another um episode. And so I'm going through all their stuff since I'm a subscriber. Like, well, I got to take advantage of this. And I come across this podcast called Radio Rental. Um, and that is a podcast also from Tenderfoot TV. And the host's name is Terry. So he did an episode where basically Payne Lindsay gave him some exclusive content of his podcast to share with his listeners and then told his listeners, leave a review and say, Terry sent me. And then you got to enter into some sort of like raffle for like a t-shirt or something like that. So essentially what happened here, granted, yes, these podcasts are both produced by the same, you know, production company. Um, but because of the topics, both of the podcasts are talking about strange, weird things So most likely, if you're listening to one, you might be interested in the other. So this could be a great way if you have fellow peers in the podcast industry or, you know, maybe you and a podcaster started at a similar time. Topics may be different, but there's some similarities. Could encourage your listeners to listen to their show and then vice versa. This will definitely take some research. Um, I know there's some people that don't um accept you know that type of promotion or you know care to do that but i i have like a mindset where you know an abundance mindset like there's enough listeners for everyone i actively listen to at least like five podcasts a week so it's okay to kind of spread the love Um, and that can be a great way for you to not only get listeners for your show sharing for others and you can also take this concept to social media as well
0: and i was just going to make that point i you hear a lot of that cross promote going on between podcasts Mm -hmm. usually similar Mm -hmm. nature or maybe completely different the research has been done but you know what i think i have not seen a lot of social media to back that up that okay you've accepted Mm -hmm. you've got a you've got a whole new episode in your podcast feed you're sharing right. back and forth, but I mm-hmm. don't see much promotion on social media to right. either explain it, why you're doing it, or mm-hmm. promoting that you're actually doing it. And I think that's right. that's really a missed opportunity if you think about it, because then you're underutilizing yeah. both of those other social media streams saying, hey, I'm off this week, but you get to right. hear sort of thing and explain exactly. it. Um, I, I think yeah. that's, a, yeah, that's a really good idea, but an um, underutilized piece for social media.
1: Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of shows where, you know, maybe they release on Mondays, but then on like a Wednesday, it might be a feature from another podcast. And it may only be like five minutes But if people are subscribed, it still is going to pop up like, hey, this podcast has a new episode and you're going to be like, that's weird. It's Wednesday. They usually release on Monday and people may, you know, check it out. Um, I definitely think it's something, like you said, that is super underutilized. I think the problem is that a lot of people are just afraid to ask.
0: They're also exactly. afraid of losing listeners. They think they're going to lose listeners, and they're and they're exactly. actually actually not. I mean, just in your example right now, that you know you listen to five podcasts a week mm-hmm. at least that you're thinking, but you're looking mm-hmm. for another one to listen to. Yeah,
1: it doesn't mean you
0: gave up on one or you deleted <laughs> exactly. one. You didn't say that. Mm-hmm. You said you're looking for another one to kind of get hooked on, to, yeah. to fill a void at least right now. So I I, right. I, mm-hmm. I I think you're right. If we look at it as an abundant universe that. There are plenty of listeners they, seriously only about 50 to 60 percent of the of the U.S. audience, U.S. population even recognizes or listens to a podcast. There's still mm-hmm. a ton of growth with this
1: so much, because even with one of the creepy episodes I listened to yesterday, I sent it to one of my group chats and I'm like. Fair warning, don't listen to this if you plan to be alone tonight. And one of my friends, surprisingly, she's a flight attendant. She's traveled the world. You know, she spends a ton of time in the airport with AirPods. But she was like, you know, I just I'm still not really into podcasts. Like I haven't really been able to get into it. And so for me to be such like a podcast enthusiast and like there's still people around me that Don't listen to it. I think that's proof right there. I mean, I'm sure we all have a handful of people in our lives that do not engage in podcasts at all, and then some that really love it, uh, which proves that there's still growth.
0: Yes, exactly. Don't be afraid Mm -hmm. of that, uh, losing someone. And and I think you could be really creative with that sharing of episodes too. So Mm -hmm. let's go to that fear piece to it. And that if you're afraid of putting another podcast in your RSS feed, fear Mm -hmm. of, okay, somebody's going to get confused, like what's going on? And they may delete or Mm -hmm. you just don't want to share it. There's also the opportunity of everybody loves little Easter eggs or little hidden things. You could put a link to that audio in your show notes. And make mm-hmm. mention of it going, hey, for your listener only, I have another, I have, you know, a cross-promote episode in my show notes. Click on the link and listen to it. So, yeah. you, you know, you didn't really get it. You didn't allow that other podcast to be in your RSS feed, which is fine. Right, but you're giving right. access at some point in time. And you can even promote it as such on social media. Hey, Easter egg mm-hmm. time. You know, I, I got, yeah. you know, check my show notes for a, a great episode. People, If they really like what you're doing, they're going to follow that. I, you know, it could be exactly. fun. It, it, it'd be fun to see what you can tell your listeners to do and what will they do. Mm-hmm. and 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 of course there's a trust factor you have to deliver you know so if they're right. if you're making them jump through a couple of hoops to do a couple of clicks that episode you're cross-promoting or allowing in your feed uh better be good <laughs> so <Yeah>. you know <laughs> right. uh, so so right. really do diligence on that one but you could have a lot of fun and just to see what listeners say yeah. and it's like, oh, that was so fun to hear something and i had to go to the show notes to you know to get the audio right. that was fun you could get a lot of feedback to that um and 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 as you mentioned here lastly too just you've got to be social on social
1: yes 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 i feel like um i've seen a lot of where we get into the habit of posting but not engaging um which also the algorithms to to mention them again are smart they know when you're just like especially if you're using a third-party scheduler but then you're not on there liking, commenting, sharing. These are things that you definitely need to make sure that you're doing. And you can go to those different hashtags that relate to your podcast. And if people are posting about topics that you speak on on your podcast, even if you just, you know, start to like things or engage in things, especially in on platforms that may be like bigger than yours, People will constantly see, like, this person, all, I mean, there's, like, a ton of, like, gossip blogs that I follow where you see the same people commenting every single time. And over time, you get curious, like, who is this person? <laughs> they're always commenting. So you go to their page, you check it out, and then you're like, oh, they're a blogger, they're a whatever. Um, so I definitely recommend being social on social, you know, utilizing Instagram stories, like, creating polls and questions and trying to get some engagement and feedback, I think is super important and um, another missed opportunity for people as well.
0: When you're social on social and you're making those posts, you're making the comments, you're replying back, is mm-hmm. there some best practices? Is just replying and making a comment enough? Should there mm-hmm. should you do other things like tag people in your comment or do other things that can help you know, with I the social, so. or just, I, think, I don't know. I think it's
1: kind of the same rule with the hashtags. Like you want to be mindful that it makes sense. Okay. So let's say if you're on your personal, you know, Instagram or Facebook page and you see a post and you want to engage with it and maybe it's similar to your podcast, you could say, wow, this was great. I host a podcast that talks about this, tag it. I okay. think that's fine. Okay. Um, I think that's de- definitely fine as long as it makes sense for sure.
0: okay, okay good. Mm-hmm. I, I would think so, but i, I I've seen overboard you know yes. re- really big <laughs> self self promoting yeah. to a certain degree. I think there's yeah. some some nuances that you've got to be respectful mm-hmm. of the original person mm-hmm. who posted the what they're talking about without right. kind of stealing stealing their thunder. I guess you could say, right. but yeah. adding to the conversation, adding to the mm-hmm. to the replies that people want to keep scrolling down and, and that conversation continues. That makes it well worthwhile for everybody. Yeah, are yeah. adding. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. So, if anybody has any questions about what we talked about, how can they get a hold of you? What's an easy way to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, you can go to my website, tjecommunications.com and schedule a a free 15 minute, you know, chat to talk about social media, email, whatever you're struggling with marketing wise. And you can also follow me on all social media at tjecom. So it's t j e c o m m.
0: Excellent. And you can catch me at com. Thanks for following and subscribing to the Circle Sessions from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants.